Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is Kyle Malden. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. in advance for my scratchy voice you're you're overcoming an illness that has most likely killed millions millions yeah i'm the lone survivor congratulations (laughs) dude man i'll tell you what yesterday it just it just hit me it's crazy how that happens yeah it just smacked me in the face um yeah dude we worked out in the morning and then not an Not like two hours later, my whole body just starts to ache, and I'm like, "Oh my god, please don't do this." Speaking of uh, working out, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to, on behalf of Eric and I, mm, yes. uh, thank uh, CrossFit H Dub for the uh, for the shout out on yes. Instagram. Mm-hmm. If uh, yeah, if you do CrossFit and uh, you're ever in Nashville, CrossFit H Dub's the place. Um, home of hard work. Home of hard work and, and good vibes. And good vibes. Home of hard work and good vibes. That's what we. It's all we need. I'll get you far. Hard work and good vibes. That actually will get you far. I, yeah, as much as that's <laughs> as much as I just wanted to say that that's like legitimate life advice. Yeah, maybe we can become a self help podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could not become a self help no, podcast. No, we we couldn't do that. That's one thing we couldn't do. Could you imagine? Did you growing up? I remember being in the car with my with my mom or like my grandma, and they it was it was talk radio, and people would call in with like their problems. Oh, and dude. did you did you? Wow. Yeah, you're talking about like Kiss FM or like yeah yeah and they would they would talk about them like on air. Dude, like dating issues. Oh, I could not oh, imagine. Man. Excuse me. I always wondered if, like, those were, like, staged. Oh. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. If they had, like, people that they knew were going to call That's a good in. point. Like that John Cena clip. Oh, yes. If anyone has not seen, um, <laughs> if you have five minutes, I would recommend to look up on YouTube uh, John Cena Prank Call. John Cena Prank Call. It's a good one. It's totally worth it. Um, yeah. Those are good times. Talk radio is, is like just interesting. I, well, I mean, it's like it's pretty much like podcasting. It is. Except, I mean, it's on the radio. It's uh-huh. FM, FM stations. But yeah, people just like company. They do. People they do. love having something to listen to. Uh huh. People yeah. love. Com- we're not. Uh, we're not islands. We are not islands. We are not islands. A man is not an island. Speaking of a. Uh, Unless you have anything else, I was going to dive into our first story. I do have one thing. I wanted to clarify something from last week. Oh. Um, concerning last week's episode and the um, the Black Madonnas. Yes. In that episode, I mentioned Sarah, uh-huh. if you remember. Yeah. Oh, and, I remember. Uh, and so, Mary, there's a claim that Mary and Sarah, which would have been Jesus' daughter, right, made it to France. Uh-huh. It's a long way. It's a long journey. It's not an easy journey, but who knows? Um, What I was going to say is I I was planning on doing the Jesus bloodline theory. Right. As I looked into that, though, that is an extremely complicated and convoluted topic. You don't mean it's it's not linear. It's not... (laughs) No. (laughs) It's straightforward? No. There's controversy involved in that? (laughs) Just a little bit. Just one, one little thing. There's more than one group of people claiming to be descendants of Jesus. 
No, but um, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. So Sarah, it, just at the brief, at the brief beginning, Sarah was the daughter of Jesus, and therefore her baby, which is what, which is what some of the Madonna statues, or it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's right. an idea, it's a theory, they, it's a theory of what they might be. Um, the some of the Madonna statues might have been Sarah and her baby, which would have been Jesus's grandson. Yeah, or granddaughter. I can't remember uh-huh. what. But that is a future topic. I just needed, a, we've, we needed some time to go over what that looks like. Because I, I found some sources, but I just couldn't wrap all that information up. Kind of, kind of what Eric said. There's just a lot of information and a lot of different theories out there uh, yeah. surrounding. Well, because I was looking at... Um, I'm sure other podcasts have done this idea. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they have, but surely, surely there's one. Surely out there. we're not trailblazers <laughs> by any means. Um, but yeah, uh, there's I found a couple good websites, but um, there was just a lot on there I couldn't. And there's also been a couple books written, and I didn't even know what those were about. So future episode there. Um, but yeah. Let's uh let's get into it. Uh, let me I'll start out. Okay. I have just there's just this brief weird thing that I remember seeing in the news. There was this um this Siberian town where the sun like disappeared. Like during the day. During the day. Like from a, a solar eclipse. It it looks like that, yeah. Um but they don't know why that happened. So uh, from the hours of so this is military time from the hours of eleven thirty uh, to fourteen hundred hours. So that's eleven thirty to two local time on fr- on Friday. Doesn't give a date though. I think it might have been last week. It looks like this was was last week. It was last week? Okay. Yeah. Um. It says reports received over the next couple days. Um. And there was this town. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce that. <laughs> Um, also included the district of this district, making the territory affected by the mysterious darkness larger than Italy. So if you, if you're familiar with the shape of Russia, you know that it's absolutely gigantic. What did we say? It has 13 time zones? 11 or 13, Uh something like that. So, um, one eyewitness said that it looked like a strong thunderstorm was coming. Uh, the air went dark and got darker and darker, but this time, unlike anything else we've seen before, uh, the darkness had a rich yellow undertone. So, I don't know if, uh, I'm sure people remember the eclipse, and here in Nashville, the eclipse was, like, really strong. Yeah, it was, it was, like, one of the best places to see it, like, in the world. Yeah, and, um... The, yeah, the sun was, like, blocked out completely. Oh, it was night. If you remember, the, there were crickets. Yeah, there's, yes. That that thought it was, like, nighttime and, like, time to go and start... Start chirping. Start cricketing. Yeah, cricketing. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that's true. It was, and it was really strange, and, but you could look at the sun without anything. No, yeah. They told us not to, but you could. You could do it. No, I did. I, I did too. Yeah, I peaked a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, naturally. Naturally. I'm a peaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but anyway, that's that, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting here, but it seems more unusual than that because up there in the north during the summer, the sun is out pretty much <laughs> oh, the like whole 12 time. hours, yeah. Yeah. Um, they have like 16 hour, I, I, when I was in Sweden over the summer, I think it was, I think there were only three hours of, of dark, of like night that everyone has like blackout shades just because in the summer you have like 20 hours of, yeah. of, of sunlight. Yeah. God, that's wild. I think um, you get that in Alaska too. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. In certain, certain parts. Then you gotta deal with the reverse during the winter. Oh. Oof. Damn. Talk about a long winter. Um, so peep the there's a quote from an official in this town. He says, people who live here for many years said they've never witnessed anything like this. 
The darkness was pitch black. It didn't come at once, but grew gradually. Um, local officials said there was no rain, dust, smoke, or sharp air temperature drop in the region during the event. However, they said that almost all Arctic districts supported a significant temperature fall. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a conspiracy mm-hmm. conspiracy theorist right here. Do you think this was was government tampering? Um, do you think the Russian government was tampering with? I don't know what they could do though. You know what I'm saying? I. I mean, I don't know. I, I it is yeah. obviously some technology that I don't know, but I feel like we are monitoring by we just like people are monitoring monitoring uh-huh. this guy so closely that it would like it's almost too coincidental for the this the sun just to like shut off. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it didn't shut off or like <laughs> <laughs> or like everyone would be dead, but like. My thing is maybe since they're so close to the uh, to the North Pole, like there was some sort of I don't even know. Like I know the Aurora Borealis is up there. Um, I don't know. Maybe there was some there's some, but that doesn't make sense if it was only up there. It's really strange. I would be so a thick cloud, like a really thick cloud. I mean. Dude, for something like that to happen, it'd have to be, like, volcanic. Like, volcanic ash, which it isn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe there, maybe there's stuff that they're not telling us. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> it'd be the first time ever. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Um, but anyway, just thought that was a little weird tidbit. Um, is, I think it's interesting, the uh, temperature drop. Mm-hmm. I think that is interesting. Obviously, naturally, the temperature is going to drop at night, you know. For sure. Um, well, the temperature dropped when we had the eclipse. Yeah, it was sure. very, it was brief, uh-huh. obviously, but it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they say it takes like eight minutes for the sun light to reach Earth. It's about it's about eight and a half minutes. So yeah. if the sun if the sun were to ever blow up, we'd <laughs> lose light and get flung into the galaxy because we'd lose our gravitational pull. Damn. So we, I mean, we'd die instantly because we would just, yeah. but it, it would be almost simultaneous because gravity is, yeah. is almost as fast as light. That so we'd, we'd lose light and then bam, just disintegrate. We're going. It's pretty, it's, that's not a bad way to go. You only have eight and a half minutes to like panic. Yeah. Yeah. So I could deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just contemplating my death. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, where are we headed next? Oh, where do, where do you want to go? I kind of want to do this, this, uh, sea serpent. Oh. This whale, this yeah. whale. You want to take that guy? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Hit um, it. so, uh, this, we recently, humans may have, um, ended a, an age old mystery. Dispute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... As uh, everyone is familiar with, uh, humans have been sailing for quite some time now. Uh, some world, some world discovery. Uh, recently, uh, <laughs> let me just read the title of the article. Yeah, just just throw it out there. This famous sea serpent story might actually have been a sighting of a whale penis. Mm. Classic. Uh, so there is a a story from a, a a Greco-Roman poem that it's it's a couple sentences long, um, but it, it basically is just saying they are out. I'm assuming fishing, uh, and they see a sea monster mm-hmm. who one of the fishermen harpooned. Uh, they hooked it, uh, and the sea monster. Obviously, was very mad and started started spewing um, water everywhere. Uh, as as time went on, there has been another sighting of this, um, you know, quote sea serpent in seventeen thirty four. That's become another a, a pretty famous sighting off the coast of Greenland. Mm-hmm. 
as as time went on. Uh, then here's a little excerpt from that. Um, it was a so enormously big creature uh, that its head reached the ship's yard arm, and the body was as thick as the ship was two to three times as long. So, pretty per, probably pretty small pretty ship. Low, yeah. Um, but pretty big, uh, pretty big sea monster. Um, but reading, obviously having the, uh, the world perspective, as we know now, uh, the greater understanding we have, uh, especially if you look at this, this picture that is so gracefully provided in the article, it, uh, looks like it's just a good old fashioned classic mix up. Classic mix up indeed. Um... I have never contemplated what a whale penis looks like. Never thought about it. Never thought about it. Um, but apparently, they the large baleen whales have long snake-like penises. There you go. And uh, age-old mystery. <clears throat> age-old mystery solved. <laughs> consider consider the case closed. Um, the penises of North Atlantic uh, right. <clears throat> whale and Pacific gray whale can be at least 1.8 meters long and 1.7 meters long respectively for our American audience 1.8 meters is roughly 70 inches 71 inches that's 70, it's round up to 72 divided by 12 is around 6 feet. Around 6 feet. There you go. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Um, I will say, also, if you're on the water for an extended period of time, you definitely start imagining things. This is true, this is true. For mm-hmm. anyone that has been on water for, like, 6 plus hours and, like, looked at the ocean, like, you're not on, like... I don't know, like a, a carnival cruise or whatever, but if you're like on a boat, like you start seeing things. I could, these people are on boats for weeks at a time. Like, again, also there's the, the there's not the understanding and knowledge of the world that we exactly, have today. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they, I mean, they, when they went out, I'm going to assume back in the day <clears throat> that, the fishing, they went out and caught things. Like, they knew, I feel like they knew, like, the main fish, but when you got out in the deep ocean... Oh, there's no... Like, God only knows what you were seeing. And, I mean, you see something pop out of the water that you've never seen before, like, you're gonna, like, oh, what is that? And if you see a whale just, like, whip out its... whip out its penis in the middle of the ocean, and that's all you see... It's understandable. Uh, and it does look like a snake. Um, the uh, the Greco-Roman poem is dated back to the 2nd or 3rd century. Uh, I don't know if I said that before. Yes. But I, it's... Uh, that helps. Like I said, it's... I mean, this, is, this has been a, a big question for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and the purpose of that was to show that they've been hunting whales since way back then. A long time. And they thought whales were some sort of sea monster. Whales are sea monsters. Monsters of the sea. I mean, I'm sticking with whales or sea monsters. Wow. That's a hot take. You think so? They're mammals. They're monsters to things in the ocean, I feel like. Have you ever seen a killer whale eat? I have seen a killer whale, but it's not a monster to me. I am not associated with killer whales. I'm more concerned with I don't know. Wolves? Really? Yeah. I I have a bigger fear of killer whales than wolves. I, for next episode, I want <laughs> you to find me a case of a killer whale pod assaulting a boat. Done. Okay. Moby Dick. Don't that even need one. not a killer whale. Not a killer whale. Not a killer whale. But a sea monster nonetheless. And I don't know that Moby Dick is an actual true story. Yeah. Is it? I mean, it's not like factual, but there is a story of a gray whale hunting uh-huh. 
Hunting humans? Yes. Okay. I'll look it up. I'll, for for n- next I'll, episode. I'll, I'll, make it, I'll make a note. Okay. There we have it. Kyle's assignment. Yeah, no, I saw this I saw this guy a couple weeks ago and um, it popped up again and I was like, okay, gotta 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 tell this. Also, I don't want this to be true. I do want there to be sea monsters. I want I want more I'm sad that we've only discovered what, like ten percent of the ocean or yeah. whatever. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. want there I want there to be more. I want to know what a giant squid looks like. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I want there to, to be dinosaur looking things. In the ocean. Yes. I do too. I do too. Um, Although I'm not too optimistic about this one. About this case? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not either. But I, I don't want it to be true, but... I think it's... I think it's... I think I just think it's pretty comical that... That people have... Could have been mistaking some sea monster for a whale's appendage. Classic mix-up. <laughs> uh, Here's another uh, classic mix-up. Yeah. Uh, this is brought to us from Newsweek. Oh, yeah. Uh, the title of this article is Christian Right Radio Network Promotes Demonic Virtual Reality Bigfoot and US- UFO Conspiracy Theory. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought this was quite entertaining. Yeah, this is a, this is a good one. Um the uh, the premise of the article is that this uh, Tim Daly uh, apparently he's an anti gay marriage activist and former senior fellow for lobbying um, what he describes as Bigfoot as a demonic virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he believes that Bigfoot is a projection and worker of uh, the biblical devil. Mm. And that apparently there are several accounts of people seeing Bigfoot and then he just immediately disappears. Yeah. Which is a. I guess reason a theory reason to believe why he is a, a projection and not a real thing which would allow him just to appear and disappear yeah some people so some people believe that there is a like a true cryptid creature like something that has somehow survived in the wilderness but has evaded humanity um which would be like the real flesh and blood Bigfoot. Some people, however, believe that there is that's, a that's my Bigfoot. You you're the flesh and blood Bigfoot. I, sub- I subscribe to the flesh and blood. Yeah, some people. <laughs> <laughs> some people also believe that, or like this man is that daily saying that there is a, um, some sort of interdimensional time traveling Bigfoot. <laughs> Um, so, he, I don't know. He goes on to say that a lot of Bigfoot sightings and UFO sightings are apparently interwoven, at least in, in some people's accounts, uh, which which further on proves that they are... Um, co- some people believe they are connected, Bigfoot and UFOs. I've heard this. And that mm-hmm. they are uh, spiritual demons. Spiritual demons. I can I can see. I can see if you think. Again, it, it is. It's not something I believe, but I. I can see where people think that Bigfoot is, like kind of satanic. I can understand it. Yes. Um, the only thing is, uh, Bigfoot's. I don't think there are any cases that I know of where Bigfoot has been responsible for, a, at least solved, has been responsible for the death of a human. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, we don't even know. All we have is eyewitness, eyewitness reports. That, we don't yeah. know. There's no evidence that Bigfoot actually exists. Mm-hmm. All we have is eyewitness reports. There's never been. There's never been a legitimate scientifically 
studied Bigfoot remain. You, that's true. We've never found a body. There's been no body. There's been fake. And I, this is me just being a skeptic. I do think there's something out there, but there has not been any physical evidence. You, what do you think about the, the Patterson Gremlin film? It's, uh, this, it's this guy. That's proven to be a fake. No. It was proven to be a fake. Don't say that to me. Yeah. I'm going to have a harder time sleeping tonight. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's proven to be a fake. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. He's, I know. I was disappointed as well, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That just crushed my spirit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Going on, uh, for Daily, uh, Bigfoot is not biological. Uh, this is a direct quote. Bigfoot is not, isn't biological, but part of a larger, complex, paranormal activity, including UFO sightings and alien abductions. Uh, together, they form a conspiracy theory with the biblical devil at the epicenter. Yeah. Siri, man. Always Siri. always listening. Siri, how dare you? Siri and, uh... What was that? Amazon Alexa. Amazon Alexa. Always, always listening. I hate it. Yeah. Also, something I'm running on my computer is just making this thing howl. It Can is. you hear it? Uh-huh. It's like your, com- your computer's really working hard. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I apologize if that is on the sound. Um... But no, yeah, this guy. Uh, the, I don't. I think he's just kind of going on a rant here. Oh, yeah, I I agree. Um, he thinks the the he thinks Bigfoot is a way to uh, destabilize uh, and engage in fear and open us to the possibility of as other realities and beings and getting us away. From uh, non-Christian cultures and values. Yeah. The day, the day someone tries to engage me in conversation that Bigfoot is anti-Christian, <laughs> <laughs> I just need to like step away. I don't even, I don't even know how. You're right. Based on based on sightings, I don't know of any stories where Bigfoot is the cause of death. Or, or he's done any harm to anyone. I just need to like remove myself from that situation. I just, just, just popped in my head, but I kind of feel like this guy. Okay, so Bigfoot and and paranormal. I feel like that's kind of the, that's kind of a hot topic right now, Ooh. because there was this, uh, there was this a couple months ago. There was this UFO report in the New York Times about the Pentagon. Um, researching uh, possible Force. UFO well no not that too but not this is not what I'm talking about oh. there was an article about um, the UFO uh, there was a UFO research program that the Pentagon was sponsoring uh-huh. that was like uh, researching aerial phenomenon and um, that was like that was huge because that I, it was like one of the few times that the UFO thing had been like on the front headlines on, it's on the budget yeah, exactly. The black budget. Um, and I just feel like this guy might be taking advantage of this, like, hot topic in, like, paranormal talking to try and, like, spread his... Oh, trying to... A little uh, self-promotion. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's fair. I didn't know that article was in the uh, New York Times. Yeah, um... I'll have to read up. Yeah, it, it was a fairly long one. Um, it was about... Yeah, it was, it was just about, like, the UFO. There was, like, some aerial threat program. It was sponsored by uh, a senator, actually. The U.S. senator. Uh, from, I think, Nevada. I can't remember which one, though. Is Harry Reid from Nevada? I have no idea. Uh-huh, I can't remember. Also, anyway. I'm just going to throw out, I, I hate that, that this has happened, but Trump has said the failing New York Times so many, like, he has just repeated it so many times and I've heard it that that is like it was just like association yeah it's get dude it's it's getting to me I need to 
Mm-mm-mm. I don't know, maybe like drink green tea and do brain exercises or something, but mindfulness meditation. I dude, I said <laughs> something, man. Yeah. Can't can't get knocked down like that. Can't get knocked down. Um Well, while you mentioned Trump, what'd you think about that uh his escapades over in Finland? I I, I cannot I I haven't been a good uh You haven't followed up global citizen. I haven't fo- I only saw it on on the news. I so. have not been a good global citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Um well should let's do let's do this underground lakes on Mars. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was huge huge news. Um yeah, this is actually big news. Yeah, big news. So, uh, there was a subglacial lake, or there is a subglacial lake, that was discovered on Mars by ground-penetrating radar on the Mars Express spacecraft. That sounds like a um, high-speed transportation from here to Mars, the Mars Express. Um, it is about 12.4 miles wide and perhaps no more than a meter deep. Its discovery is the latest piece of evidence that suggests water was not only present on Mars in the past, but is still flowing in some capacity today. The findings, if confirmed by future observations, would be the most significant discovery of liquid water on Mars to date. I have a, I have a question. Yeah. What, what does it matter if the water is flowing or not? Um, I think the only thing that matters if it's flowing is that it could lead to other places. Okay. I don't know that flowing matters that much. I mean, maybe, maybe different organisms live in flowing water. Right. I was going to say, obviously things live in lakes, which is non, non flowing, -flowing. but like more things live in the ocean, which is flowing. You know, like. For sure. Flowing, like, whether it's a river or, like, the ocean and it has, uh-huh. like, currents or whatever, I think there's just a bigger chance of life because yeah. things can bop around more and there's there's more chance for, like, food, I guess. Um, yeah. I just, I didn't know if there was, like, some innate significance to the the flowing aspect of the water. Yeah, that's a good question. I did not think about that, but um, yeah, I wonder if there are. Well, it would be. It would be organism if on Mars it'd be organisms that we probably right. aren't familiar with. Yeah. But, um, so this this um. This is crazy. I um. It's wild how long it takes to. Do stuff like this. What what'd you you said uh, 15 years. 15 years. In the making. Yeah. So the Mars Express is actually a European Space Agency probe that has been orbiting the fourth planet from the sun since December of 03. A year and a half after it arrived, the spacecraft um, deployed two 20-meter radar booms forming a 40-meter antenna. The Mars Advanced Radar for Subsurface and Ionosphere Sounding instrument came online. Since then, MARSIS, which is the acronym for that, has been studying Mars with radar signals to learn more about the planet's interior structure and composition. So yeah, they have been doing this since 2003, and the guy who actually designed the spacecraft died in 2015 before they collected all the data. Ugh. So that's kind of tough. I know, I read that on stuff. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. But, um, they say that these lakes, um, because of the temperature, um, it's likely that salts of sodium, magnesium, and calcium, um, which have been discovered on the Martian surface, are, like, in these lakes, um, it says these salts can reduce the melting point of water to negative 74 degrees Celsius. So the subglacial lake l- is likely between the temperatures... Sorry. So the subglacial lake is likely between this temperature and around negative 10 to 20 degrees. That is Celsius. 
Right. Yeah. So that translates to Fahrenheit just to like really, really cold. Yes. Very pretty cold. damn cold. Pretty cold. Pretty yeah. damn cold. <laughs> I hate to say it, but if we find other life, intelligent or not, I feel like we are just like so soft as humans. Like we get sunburnt. You know what I mean? Oh, most people will probably just, like, deny it. Like, we don't have to deal with really... I mean, our, our extreme heat is still, like, livable. For us, if we don't... I mean, if we were to... If most people were putting negative, what, 10 degrees Celsius... I mean, you 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 wouldn't make it. You wouldn't live. Just for reference, what is negative 10 degrees Celsius? 14. 14 degrees under? Fahrenheit. What is negative 74 degrees Celsius? Negative 101. Blee. Wow. That's tough. I mean, you can't, you, you, you can't go, like, outside. You can't live. No. No, that would be a struggle. That would be a major struggle. What's yeah? I guess you just I guess you just adapt. I guess it's all relative. It is all relative. It's someone some some alien could come here and they sixty degrees might fry their brains because it's too hot. <laughs> it's all relative. It's whatever you're used to. <coughs> Humans don't adapt well in space. <laughs> Apparently, there's a uh, a twenty twenty Chinese Mars mission which will carry a radar sounding instrument that will operate. In between the frequencies of Marsis and this other called Sharad. If this Chinese mission also spots radar reflections that indicate a subglacial, a subglacial lake in the same location as Marsis, the implications for possible water ecosystems beneath the Mars surface will be profound. I, Where's NASA? Well, I was, I was just going to say, I, I don't want to... What wanna, is this? I don't want to sound like an American homer. I don't want to I either, but... Am, but yeah. What... What is this? Not my space station. I don't... Where's Elon? Where's Elon Musk? What is this? No, I'm just I'm just joking, but uh, I thought... I thought we were number one. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me that the Chinese are there. No. And the European Space Agency is, I mean, obviously reputable, uh -huh. it's, but it's a, it's many, many countries. I really want to know, one, why humans haven't gone back to the moon. Uh, and two, I'm really curious, like, if we find organisms on Mars, let's say they're, they're simple organisms, you know, they're not like humans or, or animals. Yeah. Like what? I hate to say it, but I feel like it it is. It is very significant and like life on Mars, but like like what does that mean? What does it mean if there's life on Mars? If it's just like just like little like bacteria, bacteria yeah. swimming around. Uh-huh. Do you know what? like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It, don't get me wrong, like I understand the significance and that it's very big but at the same time if there are not other complex life forms life forms I will just be like a little disappointed what am I like it's hard for me to get excited about Mars bacteria it is uh, I think well I mean it would be huge because we know that life can survive outside of Earth. I, I, maybe it's just because I already assumed that. I feel like that is such like an arrogant standpoint. No, it is. I think for most people, uh, well, uh, that's a tough. We should put up a poll on Twitter. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. How does life exist? Yeah. Outside I think of, of Instagram is more popular for me. Oh. For us. Are you humble brag? Are you? Uh, maybe. How? No, it's just a brag. Are you instant? It's just a brag. <laughs> um, Instagram. No, I, I, I'm curious. No, uh, it, that's no, that's an interesting point because, I in the grand scheme of things, I feel like it's 
insignificant because bacteria is small. Mm-hmm. But it's also significant because we we humans would have found right other it, life. It it would be a, a first in human history, as far as we know. As far as we know. As far as we know. It's a good point. Yes. Don't want to rule out any uh, possibilities. Continuous skeptic. Continuous skeptic. Ancient Aliens is on season like eight or something. They just started a new season. (laughs) No They just started a new season. Uh, Like this past (laughs) Friday. Season 13. This past Friday. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Ancient Aliens was the first show that, like, actually got me into, like, this weird hidden history type stuff, but a lot of this stuff they do is a stretch. Just a big stretch. But some of it... There are, there are sorry, there are 14 seasons of Ancient Aliens. They just started the 14th? They just started the 14th season. That's insane, man. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. That's the History Channel for you. It's the History Channel. Oh. Wow. It's all it's inspiring. I'm that inspires me. I'm back up. From you telling me the Bigfoot video is fake, I'm I'm back up on. I've 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 risen. Um I missed this in the article. I apologize. The Sharad that I just mentioned earlier, um, oh. along with the Marsis, Sharad is actually a... Um, it is a piece of equipment called shallow radar on NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter. I read that wrong. Okay. So that Sharad and Marsis... Are two different things. Marsis is the ESAs, the European Space oh, Agency. So we, we are. Yeah, tactically. We're there. We're there. We're in it. We're in the race. Great. So, yeah. Um, I wonder how much collaboration there is and how much, like, healthy competition. I'm sure it's mostly collaboration. At that level. At that level, I, well... I don't know. I have Dude, there, heard there are probably some pretty big egos in that in those rooms. Yeah, I have heard that um, that with like scientists at that high level, there's there's a quite a bit of egos. I'm I'm because the every at that level, I imagine most of those guys are used to being like the smartest person, and Top of dog. course they want the uh, everyone wants the credit. With the accolades, we still need a lot. We need more team players. Mm. More team players for sure. Well, that's that. Um, yeah, I'm interested. I guess this Chinese mission will sum it all up. China 2020. Yeah, China 2020. Also, just no. this is this doesn't matter at mm-hmm. all. I want to know what the controls look like to control one of those things. Oh, dude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I have a hard enough time, uh, like with the PlayStation controller. I mean, you're sending signals like. For oh space! Yeah, like, Un- unbelievable. I want to know who's on the, like the sticks behind that. Not your average dude, I can tell you that. <laughs> my, I couldn't do it because my hands would get too sweaty. Your like, hands I would, sweaty. I would, I would get too nervous. Dude, that's our biggest problem. That's half the battle. <laughs> sweaty hands. <laughs> sweaty hands. Yeah. God, it's so annoying. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Go China. Probably the only time I'll ever say that. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, let's finish off with this uh, naked ghost hunter. Did you watch the video? I didn't watch the video. Okay. <laughs> I want you, you. You got it. Okay. Um, yeah, this is pretty straightforward. Um, this is from Mirror the Mirror, which I'm pretty sure is it's a UK news outlet. Uh-huh. Um, it says, naked ghost hunter gets stuck in gate in bizarre quest to find paranormal activity. Um, not, a, not a huge article. There's honestly not much in it. But this guy basically got stuck in a fence. 
and this man films him coming out, and the naked guy is claiming to be a paranormal investigator. Um, the unnamed man was filmed after getting the top half of his body stuck through a white metal gate uh, while apparently out chasing ghosts. Um, oddly enough, this man was filmed by an onlooker in the city of Rostov-on-Don in southwestern Russia, which just happened to be the host of five games in the 2018 World Cup. Um, and the Rostov Arena has a capacity of 45,000 spectators. So uh, this guy very well could have been at one of the soccer games. So I, I was like, sure, obviously I don't speak Russian. So mm-hmm. if the translation is what it accurate yeah this this dude he doesn't sound drunk no he the guy comes up he's filming him and he's like dude what are you like what are you doing and he stone cold stone cold looks at the camera and says he's a paranormal investigator wow without hesitating he's like what are you doing and he's like chasing ghosts (laughs) this just doesn't make literally makes zero sense just zero sense. Like, this dude is butt-ass naked. And it's, it's like, daylight. And it's daylight. Like, and first of all, I the, don't know. The man filming can be heard asking him what happened, to which the naked man replies, I am a paranormalist. Dude, yeah. like I said, this guy could not be more serious. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe he was. That just seems really weird. That is... That might be my next go-to excuse. Yeah, when you're caught if red-handed. If someone's like, what are you doing? Back, like, oh, I'm... I, I, cha- I chase ghosts, so don't worry about it. Well... <laughs> understandably, though, um... I will say, if someone told me that, I don't know that I have a lot of questions for them at that point. You you do you you do not engage. No, well I'd be like, okay. Uh, um, that's probably it's probably not someone you wanna. No, especially if well, first of all, anyone naked, I'm probably not gonna talk to. You don't want. I don't really care to engage a naked man. On the streets of Russia. On the streets of Russia, especially in Russia, like how we could. Spend five minutes thinking of all the sketchy shit that guy's doing. I can't imagine. Obviously, obviously drugs is is a possible you know explanation. But like I said, that if you watch the video, the guy is like serious. And yeah. when he, when he gets out of the gate, he just like walks away. Yeah. He is like not stumbling or. It's wild. I don't know, man. That's Russia for you. Classic Russia. Classic Naked Russia. paranormalists and... Uh, and Putin riding a horse bare-chested. Uh, bare Just Russia things. Just Russia things, man. Uh, I, have a, uh, I have a would you rather oh. to, end the, uh, to end the episode. Oh, no. Would you, if so, you're in a plane crash. Okay. Would you rather be stranded uh-huh. in a hot, dry desert... Or a snowy, mountainous region? And why? I'm going to go hot, dry desert. Even though it's probably less likely to survive. Mm -hmm. Because you can just eat snow. And your body needs water. I personally just do very, very poorly in cold weather. (laughs) So I think I would be more optimistic and willing to adapt in the warmer climate i understand so like yeah that's that's my answer what about you i'm gonna go the complete opposite because i hate the heat i know you are (laughs) eric's favorite Eric loves the winter. Love the winter. Winter, fall. Winter and fall are my favorites. Anytime Eric can throw on pants, uh, a long sleeve collared shirt and a jacket, he's a happy guy. I'm I'm good to go. (laughs) I'm all set. 
Um, yeah. Definitely going with the mountainous region. Because, um, yeah, I don't like the heat. I hate insects. And, um, yeah. I like the mountains. So, if I had to get in a plane crash, which I hope never, ever, ever happens to me or anyone else, um, I'm going to have to choose the mountains. The thing I don't understand about, about the cold region for survival mm-hmm. is... I feel like you have to be, I guess it's the same thing for heat. But if you're cold, like you could freeze to death. Yes, you could. I get that you can be dehydrated and then like that is how you die as well. But like there are cacti, like there's some, maybe some desert plants or I don't know. You know, like there, you are just a constant fear of like freezing to death slash hypothermia. I just you could keep your hypothermia over there and I will take my plus 100 degrees temperatures. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Let's end there. Um again, apologies for the uh, scratchy voice. I uh, I had a thought this week. Oh, you, did you? I I I have one thought. Your thoughts? <laughs> just one thought. Um a ch- a cheeseburger uh-huh. is just a grilled cheese with meat. <laughs> yes technically yes it is yes it is there you go or just a hamburger with cheese <laughs> I was driving to work and I was like no way it's like basically Dude. the same thing Dude. I feel like it's something Ty Beef would say Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yes, um, thought to end the in the week, in the week, um, we uh, have a yeah, just finishing up the late night record sesh, and um, I want to thank you all for listening. And wow, did I just use y'all? <laughs> I just used y'all. It's a scoop. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, thank flustered. you guys for you listening. Are flustered. I'm flustered. Um, I caught myself though. Um, find us on Twitter at World We Live Pod. Uh, catch us on um, iTunes, wor- uh, World We Live In Podcast, Audio Boom, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, rate and review on iTunes. We highly appreciate that if you like the show. Um, and yeah. It's where we're at. We're coming up on a year. Um, there will be some changes. Um, I'm firing Kyle as my co-host. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not doing that. On on air. On air. You're, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Um, no, just kidding. Just some switch-ups. Uh, kind of want to switch up some segments. Maybe include like a consistent ending segment. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm but I'm excited. I, I'll fill you in. I just thought of it today. That's why I said that. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, and yeah, everyone have a great weekend. And we will catch you next week.